Hey y'all, I didn't record no podcast last week. Um, my bad. I have topics for days. Not that many. It's a less a lie. I have quite a few topics, <laughs> but I always come up with something that gets me a little bit inspired. So I have a whole backup stuff, but um, this has been on my spirit this morning. So of course, I will say this. Hopefully, I will help some of you. As you know, the focus of what I'm doing is I try to talk about things that you probably have never heard a version of before. Like you have probably heard a very Pollyanna Instagram quote, um, uh, saying of the day, probably a version of things. And I try to sort of give you an alternative to those things positive affirmation. You probably have like positive affirmation things. You probably say them to yourself and if they work or not, that's great. Um, but I try to give you, for me, a realistic take on all of the, you know, sayings of the day, positive affirmations, um, things I've heard my whole life that were supposed to help me, but didn't until I until I dug a little deeper. That's clear as mud, right? Okay, so I'm trying to do this in 15 minutes. Okay, so what I want to talk about today is a topic that I like to call learned pretty. So I'm gonna preface this with two uh, points. I really should start taking notes, but I don't. So bear with me. So I'm gonna preface this with two points. Number one, I am a black woman, and I'm going to speak uh in my experience of walking this world as a black woman it may not be your experience or maybe you can identify with this experience in some way but i'm going to speak walking the world as a black woman which i think personally is very different than a lot of other ethnicities in the world and two i'm going to talk about something things that may be very very shallow and superficial um, that's really not how I get down mostly, but I do think that aesthetics are way more important than people try to convince you that they are not. Um, and they're always going on about how, yeah, you know, what I just said, looks are really important in the inside that counts. It's just like, as long as you look a certain way, blah, blah, blah. But it's really more important than what people will be to you which is why everybody's so damn depressed because they don't look the way a certain person looks or has the items or the, you know, you know, has the items or the properties or the money that somebody else has. That's why everybody's so damn depressed. That's why everybody, that's to me, that's why everybody is nuts. This, the mostly, I think the aesthetics, the look of it all. So yes, two things. I'm a black woman. I'm talking like, I'm talking like my I'm going to speak about my experiences superficially as a black girl. And I'm going to talk about some shallow, superficial stuff. Okay. So what I feel about, this is called Learn Pretty. So I decided to talk about Learn Pretty because basically everybody, a lot of us, a high number of us, and I'm also going to speak from my experiences as a woman too. Maybe, maybe men too, but we'll speak women. Most of us were not born uh, 
beautiful. Um, if we were beautiful, we weren't the type of beautiful that someone experienced, that we experienced, somebody telling us how beautiful we were our whole life. People in our family were constantly talking about how beautiful we were. We didn't have like boys chasing us. We did not have um, people really treating us any different or any favorably because of our physical appearance. We all kind of grew up, majority of us have grown up and our looks wasn't a focus because all of us are kind of average looking. And you may have gotten older and gotten better looking, or maybe you have not, or whatever. But regardless, I believe those formative years, I saw a TikTok stitch about this. Those formative years, I think between adolescence and adulthood, if you were not really feeling the pretty, like nobody was really treating you that way, nobody's really asking you out, nobody really made a point to recognize any like version of your attractiveness in some way it makes you feel differently about life and walk the world very differently <clears throat> so i'll just speak for myself um i'll just speak freely my whole entire existence my whole entire life from not my whole life probably till i was about seven years well probably it started when i was about seven years old I have looked in the mirror and have seen nothing but ugly, okay? I never thought that I was cute at all. I may have lied at some points and said that I thought I was or may have tried to convince myself otherwise. But if I ever did in those formative years, for me, it started at seven, all the way up until very much deep, deep, deep into adulthood. I never, ever in my life saw myself as an attractive human being. That's all the way real. Now, I can sit here and lie and cap and say, oh, yeah, there were times that I was cute where I got a lot of guys, you know. No, no, that's not the case at all. In fact, not only did I not feel that way foundationally, not only did I have the not support or anybody telling me that I was cute, you know, the dudes who I dealt with, and I say dealt with because they never really, I never felt like they really cared about me or, or wanted to be with me like that. They actually expressed shame in being with me publicly, which further reinforced the unattractiveness that I felt about myself. Okay, so it wasn't like it was just so that also that's also reinforced what was in my head. Like, okay, I already think I'm ugly, and these dudes are clearly only with me because they just want something from me. They clearly think I'm ugly too. So that's how I, my whole life was, and I had this attitude. Um, and it when you have an attitude like that, when you have a core value in your head, and when you don't express it out loud. Um, or, or you lie about it when somebody asks you about it, but you know what your what your truth is, we you know what you believe. It comes out in your body language. It comes out in your, um, yeah, it comes out in your body language, the way you carry yourself, in your mannerisms, in your speech. Everything about you is adapted. Everything about you, everything about the way you move, the way you speak, everything is adapted to that core belief, regardless if you lie about it or not. That's why I think personal affirmations are bullshit because you don't believe them. You don't. You're saying empty words every single solitary day. But if you don't believe it, and I don't give a damn how many times you say it, if you don't believe it for real, for real, you still don't do the same shit. That's why I don't think they work. 
So my core belief was I must not be all that cute. And because the aesthetic part wasn't there, um, it just led to other things. And I must be a, I didn't think I was a bad person, but I must be just a very awkward, um, non-social person. I must be weird. I must be um, hard to get along with. I must be, mostly it was strange. It was just strange. Strange encompassed everything for me. So it started with the core belief of that I'm ugly. Okay. And then it just like, well, now I don't have the personality to make up for it. That's how I always feel my whole life. Right. So I am, I am 43. I'll be 44 next month. And I am just now through a lot of, you know, deep work and unlearning, realizing, not realizing, but just acknowledging the fact that whatever happened, I can tell you exactly what happened to me. I'll tell you in a minute that the thing that happened to me that made me start really believing I was ugly was a lie. Okay. That core belief, that core incident that turned me into, um, this person who just carried themselves like they were this beast on earth was not true. And I was lied to. But everything else happened as a result of that person feeding me that line or making me feel that way. Um, there was a person in my life who I'll talk about in a minute. I don't feel comfortable talking about them yet. But uh, this person in my life, um, I remember I was seven years old and I was walking to the store with them right and um i was i was a kid so i really had no idea like what my thought process where my personality hasn't formed yet and i told this person a member of my family that i was a little boy in my class that called me ugly right and i asked am i ugly because i really wanted to know because i didn't know i had no like you know awareness of my physical appearance at all at that point and they said, no, well, you're not ugly, right? Not, oh, no, you're beautiful. What are you talking about? Or like, no, why would any, don't let anybody call you ugly? It wasn't that forceful, um, you know, denial that you need to hear at that point. In those really small, those years where you're really starting to figure out who you are. It was kind of like when they responded, they agreed with the person who called me ugly, and there were a series of incidents that happened after that, that uh, was just like, yeah, you're not as pretty as you think you are. Or yeah, you're not ugly. Like you're not as cute as me. So like, don't get your, don't get too big for your britches. That was like the under overlying message, underlying message, excuse me. So that's how I felt. That's how I walked through life. Um, and so I have, after deep work, I realized, and I'm not giving enough context here, I know that, but what have what I realized is that this particular person was a narcissist, right? And the narcissist was expressed by the overall behavior. It's not necessarily just because that one instance, this person was a narcissist. And the thing about narcissists or um, people who um, hate themselves, like generally hate themselves or are really experiencing those self-hatred, whoever they're around, they're never going to tell you ever that you're attractive. They're not going to tell you how pretty you are because whatever, whatever is going on in that room or in that circumstance, they always have to feel that they are better than you in some way. I was always told I was smart, but I was never told I was pretty 
because smart isn't tangible. You can't really see it. You know, when you open your mouth, nobody really gives a fuck how smart you are. Smart doesn't get men. Smart you can't show. Smart you can't see. You're not even really impressed by it, really. You just, it's it's a choice what to use your smart. It's very, very intangible. And a lot of people don't even really know what smart is. They kind of do, but not really. Pretty or attractiveness, that's something that people know right away. People see it, they see it as an asset. They see it, they treat you different just based on physicality, sight alone, okay? So that particular narcissist, whoever they may be in your life, whether it be your parents, whether it be family friends, whether it be your brother and sister, your siblings, or whether it be your husband or your significant other, they're never, ever, 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 ever going to let you know how attractive you actually are because if you do that will they will not have the imbalance that they will need in that overall relationship with you okay so um i say i walk the world as a black woman because at insults to injury when i moved to la um i already felt that way you know i already felt like i was just not cute so I really didn't add the being black component on top of it until I moved to Los Angeles. Nobody ever treated me that way before. Nobody ever said like, oh, you're ugly or well, you're black. That never happened to me and I never even crossed my mind. I knew that kind of mood or that behavior existed in the world, but I personally have never experienced it until I moved to L.A., that racial component never ha- will never was never a factor for me until I moved to Los Angeles. So then it was like, okay, I'm ugly, okay, and now people don't want anything to do with me because I'm black too. So now they think I'm ghetto, and I, honestly, a lot of people made me feel like made me feel that way. Um, and it was it wasn't it wasn't just didn't just come from um, people of no color. It came from black people too, you know. Now, everything I just said is just an example of, it's just an illustration of self-hatred. When somebody hates you because, or somebody expresses some sort of like disdain towards you because you're black, like you're pretty and you're black and they don't, that's that's their issues, that's their stuff, that's their problem. Um, But I'm talking about learn pretty because basically I know now in my life I have to learn to act like a pretty girl, okay? And um, I know that doesn't make any sense. It's it's just like, you cannot go through your life. Number one, it's not true. Number two, it was stemmed from a, in a place that you didn't have your, that it was stemmed in a, an environment that really wasn't your fault. And number two, the, per, the things you said were not true. When you look in the mirror, if you, I look in the mirror and as just from a logical sense, I'm an objectively attractive person. Okay. Just period. Black, white, purple, whatever. You, I look in the mirror and I'm an objectively attractive person. I talked about dudes being ashamed of me and shit. There have been dudes that were ashamed of dealing with me. Like they were, I was a side chick a lot and I did not know it. Um, they, I would talk about taking me on dates. They would just like, you know, turn their nose up and even, they would always say something like, you're not worth taking out on that, you know, stuff like that. And it just reinforced that whole ugly thing I already had. Well, the truth is, they were narcs. And also they had, I was a side chicken, I didn't know it. 
So that um, I had to realize I have to have to learn all that behavior and learn how to act like a pretty girl. So I'm going to tell y'all how to learn. If you're in this phase of your life where it's just like, you know what? I'm starting to feel a little better about myself. I look in the mirror. I'm liking what I see. I should have always liked what I see, but I've gotten rid of some of that bullshit right now. And I want to know how to learn to be cute, like whatever. I want to be like a person. You'll never be like this. You'll never be a person who's just been pampered their whole life with like compliments and shit. So they never really had to worry about any of the things I just said. But maybe I can tell you what to do to learn to be pretty. Um, so I saying anything like this is just so shallow and superficial. But the truth is, I think a lot of our self-hatred stems from our physical appearance. I really do. I think a lot of self-hatred it just stem not all of us but a lot of us stem from our physical appearance you know you have things that happen in your life right and you may have always been attractive but that person who abused you made you feel like you weren't attractive you know they made you feel like because they just had liberty to touch your body and they just feel like you were not a thing it made you feel ugly because they can just come in and just do whatever the hell they want to you. And there was nothing that you can do to stop it. When that happens to you, you feel ugly. I don't give a shit how pretty you are. You feel ugly when that happens to you. You feel like you have no control over your your body or your face. Like nothing you do or no prettiness is going to stop that person from doing these bad things to you. And you feel ugly. You feel loss of control. Um, some of it, people may have told you it emotionally abused you and made you feel ugly, you know? So it's not necessarily just you. It's not really you being physically ugly. It's you at some point in your life made you feel ugly, okay? When you look in the mirror, you saw ugly because of something that somebody did to you or something somebody said to you that really hit the core and made you feel ugly, all right? So it's, it's, it's shallow, but it's not. So I say that a lot of self-hate comes from our physical appearance. It just, I, I think a lot of it does. Not everybody, but I think a lot of it. So um, I be out of breath when I be talking. I never talk as much. Never. <laughs> In my life, like literally never. Um, so number one. Okay, so learn pretty. You got to learn. You have to let all that go in your own way. I can't teach you. Well, I'll tell you how I did it. Number one, the first thing I had to realize that the people who were responsible for making feel that making me feel that way were lying to me. But it just carried into my whole demeanor behavior. And it just led me to a lot of bad interactions with men, bad situationships because of the way I felt about myself, because that's what I thought about myself because of my core beliefs. That's why. Not true. None of it's not true. So now that I know the core belief is gone, now I can go on with a new attitude about how I feel when I look in the mirror all right um so as far as like what is what I'm doing right now so I think what happens with a lot of pretty girls people who have been pretty their whole life or people who have always been pretty or have never had any of the shit that happened to them that made me feel ugly it just kind of grew up normal they kind of learned over the years what really worked for them they had a chance to really experiment and with makeup and hairstyles and stuff and learned what really worked for them or what got them the most attention or what got them the least attention or what they felt good in. Whereas a person who always felt ugly, 
did not. We just kind of used what was available or used what was around to just sort of get out the house. So as part of a learn pretty person, um, you have to know what works for you. Number one, like I'm just saying, some people are look better thinner. Some people look better thicker. Some people look better with short hair. Some people look better with longer hair. Some people look better with more makeup. Some people look better with less makeup. It just depends on what complements you the most. And that's something you have to learn. That's something you have to try out. And that's something you have to feel. That's something you have to look in a mirror. And that's something that has to feel right to you. You ain't just putting it on or you ain't just doing it because this is what you're supposed to do. Or you saw somebody else do to make you feel like a woman because you don't. Because all the shit that happened to you. So it's almost like you're throwing on a costume when you like, you know, grow your hair out a certain way. Or you're wearing makeup that you don't, that doesn't fit you. Or you just wearing clothes. For me, with the clothes was a big thing. I was wearing clothes like... I was putting on all these, buying all these like ugly ass dresses that did not fit my body at all. Cheap ass dresses because I felt that I was supposed to be, I felt at the time I was supposed to, in order to portray myself as a feminine woman, I'm supposed to wear wear dresses. And the dresses I bought looked like shit. They did not fit my body. They looked cheap because I was just not, I just cared about wearing dresses. I was just cared about looking wearing a feminine costume to show the world that I was a woman, but it was never anything that I personally felt comfortable. So to my point, know your strengths. If you like, if you feel more comfortable with your hair shorter, wear it shorter. If this is how you get down, like this is, this is me. This is how I get down. This is what I feel. This is what I feel in my soul. That is the best it's going to look. Um, that's the best you're going to look, you know, some people like I see a lot of, you know, wigs and weaves and stuff like that. It's all good. But I do think a lot of those girls who are walking around like that, they're doing what I just described. They're putting it on because it may, this is something that they think looks good that presents as stylish or feminine. But when I look at them wearing it, they don't feel comfortable in it. It's like they're throwing on a costume. And I'm not saying don't wear wigs or weave, but if you you have to wear what makes what you can tell and you can tell by what you do your hair and what kind of makeup you're wearing, like or what kind of clothes you're wearing, how you carry yourself and how it feels good. A lot of those girls who are wearing wigs, they can shave their head and they'll probably feel the best they ever felt. Like, you know what? I shaved my head and I have never felt so free. That is what makes you look good. That is learned pretty. Okay. But they're just throwing on, and I did this really bad too. They're just throwing on costumes. The second thing you need to do is we're going to talk about the opposite sex right now because I can't really sit there and talk about learn pretty unless I talk about the male gaze. Okay. We act like we don't care about it, we try to say it's not important. But really, a lot of women, a lot of us see the amount of attention we get as a monitor, um, as a monitor to how good we actually look. It's like how much men are paying attention to us. So I hope I'm going to, I hope I will help you with these next two statements. The first one, okay, like I said, I'm going to preface this by saying again, I am a black woman, um, so I'm going to tell you this. 
<laughs> I'm scared to say it, but I'm just going to say it. You know, the white beauty standard, the urine period beauty standard remains supreme. It always has, and it probably always will. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Okay. Now, that's an awful thing to say. And I'm not saying it in a sense it's awful. I'm saying it in a sense to do not stress your out, stress yourself out over people or men who do not find you attractive. Um, I was conditioned by the European beauty standard. I really was. I was conditioned so hard by that European beauty standard. I usually really got really went into a very deep level of self-hatred because I did not have um, delicate facial features. I did not have anything white about my face at all. There was nothing in my face that read as like a white woman, you know? I didn't see it at that way at the time. I was just like, oh God, you know, I wish I had like these delicate soft features. I wish I didn't have these big eyes and these big lips and all these teeth and shit like that. I wish it was just more delicate and soft, right? That's the way I saw it. And that's the way I used to express it. But the truth is I was mad because I did not look mixed. Okay. So I used to feel real bad. When I saw girls who had those features, not necessarily mixed girls, but girls who had those interchangeable European white features, because that's what everybody thought was beautiful. And I used to get mad about myself that I didn't say that. Okay. I personally, myself, was conditioned by that. And I felt bad that I did not look like a white woman. You know what I mean? But the thing is, I was brainwashing the feeling that way. Um, the European. The thing is, people find there are different types of beautiful. There are so many types of beautiful. They try to make you make it seem like there's only one type of beautiful, and that's 125% not true. There are different types of beautiful. And just because you are not the European standard of beautiful does not mean you're not attractive. It does not mean that. All it means is you got to learn how to play to your strengths more. Um, the sec What was my second point? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. So just get over the fact that, you know, that you don't have that. If you're a black woman or if you're an ethnically unambiguous woman. Yeah. They, yeah. Most people go for white, white people, white women. Okay. Don't everybody? No, no, but that's usually what they go for. And men have a very ingrained idea in their mind who they want to be with and who they want to deal with. And if you, if they meet you and you're just as, you, even if they find you attractive, they're not going to really change their mind. They may not find you attractive because you're not the type they really want that, you know, European beauty standard. But it doesn't mean, number one, that you're not attractive. It doesn't mean that at all. And it also doesn't mean that they don't find you attractive. They just know that they want this type of girl and they really don't care about anything else except that girl would have that look. Okay. And all everything I'm stating has absolutely nothing to do with you and your attractiveness. That is irrelevant to yours and your attractiveness. So do not feel bad that, you know, these dudes are not going for you because you don't look white. Don't do that. It's it's weird and dumb. All right. <laughs> to put it bluntly. Second, what was my second point? Most dudes, unfortunately, are going to be very indifferent to you. No matter how attractive you are, I I know there are women who everybody, people, men are just falling all over themselves. When they, I, 
I don't know. Have I have I seen one of those women in real life? I'm sure I have, but it doesn't come to mind right now where men are just going to fall all over themselves to try to get to. But most men are indifferent to you. Even as an attractive woman, majority of men are completely indifferent to you. They don't care. They see you. They're not going to be enthralled by you. They're not going to be entranced by you. They're indifferent for the reason I said earlier. Okay. So you can't get mad. Like, you know, and the thing is too, like, saying a like a lot. There are some women, famous women who, I don't want to dog my out, but there's some famous women that, um, men find very very attractive who say there's their biggest celebrity crush and i'm just like really you know what i mean and we all do it we do it to everybody so just because they don't they're indifferent to you because they're not you're not you're not the kind of attractive that the men find attractive but it doesn't mean you're not attractive does that make sense i think that's a good one i'm gonna say it one more time just because you're most men are indifferent to you, indifferent to you because you're not the kind of attractive that men usually find attractive, but it doesn't mean you're not attractive. And that's their issue, not yours. Honestly, if a man does not find you attractive, it does not find you slightly interesting enough to take you out to dinner and treat you well. Who cares what they think? Okay. Um Walking in L.A. as a black woman has really caused me a lot of, uh, has questioned my self-esteem a lot, has really made me drill into this and really think about this, which is why I want to talk about this. Because I wanted to have the same dating experiences that I saw um, other women go through or I saw women had. And I never had that. Like, the dudes just did not want to talk to me, you know? Even if I talked to them, well, Kim, go up to them. They weren't interested, you know? They just weren't interested. And it's always been very much a level level of depression for me and me questioning my attractiveness all the time because it never happened for me like that. Like, literally never. Um... But because I really dug into this lately because I was just tired of feeling bad about this, this is what I call a learn pre, you know, take your life now, really examine why you compare yourself to other women. Okay. If you do compare yourself to other women, I know y'all be lying and say you don't, you do. We all do it. So just for argument's sake, let's just say you do it. Examine yourself if you really think this woman is beautiful or if are you jealous of her because she looks a certain way that you want to look. I'll give you another example. When I was younger, when Beyonce first came out, I used to be so ridiculously jealous of Beyonce. Okay. I want, I was jealous of Beyonce. There's two women in my life who I thought were very beautiful. And that was Janet Jackson and Beyonce. When I was really young, I was just wanted to be Janet Jackson. But I actually thought Janet Jackson was very beautiful and I wanted to look like her. It was never a hatred there. With Beyonce, it was a hatred. It was a jealousy. Kim, why? Because Beyonce looked white. And Beyonce got attention because she looked ethically ambiguous. That was like the first ethically ambiguous woman I think I actually saw who got big when she first got big now everybody like has that look of you know but I was just so obsessed with like that 
because I felt like her life materialized the way she did because she had white features. And I used to be so jealous of that. Um, but as you can see, the way I explained it now, that's why I was jealous because of that. Um, so, yeah, as far as like learning to be pretty, I feel like I got off of that a little bit. Learn your strengths, learn what work for you. Don't put on stuff. Don't look on these these sites and read these things. If you feel very, very comfortable in like some combat boots and a long skirt, which is something I feel very comfortable in. I just got to find a long, long skirt. Wear that. You're going to come off so much more attractive with a shaved head. And, you know, with something more attractive than you just looking like these Instagram girls who be throwing on costumes. These girls out here be wearing straight up costumes. They and I can to me, this is the vibe they give off. You know, I hate the word vibe and I hate describing people's vibes. I don't know. But this is the vibe they gave off. I am putting on these things because this is what. Social media tells me a feminine woman is supposed to look like a woman who gets dudes is supposed to look like, right? They're not putting it on. They don't feel comfortable. It's on there, but they don't like it. They're walking around very unnaturally. It's just off. It's, it's off. And it's not necessarily the things they wear. It's not the wigs and the lashes and the nails they wear that um, makes it uncomfortable to watch. It's how they look walking around in it. They don't look happy. They just look like... Yeah, I'm supposed to be a bad bitch. So this is the vibe I'm going to give off. This is the scowl I'm going to give. This is the confidence that I'm going to fake portray. I'm like, I bet you, I bet you money that y'all can take that wig off, shave your hair. You look 10 times better. I have fantasies about shaving my hair. I'm going to do it eventually, but you know. I was like, I bet y'all can take that wig off. You can wear a fade, okay? And some jeans and some chucks. And y'all will look a million times better than you do right now with all the shit on. I think that all the time. But, um... I think that's my biggest tip for learned pretty. I'm probably going to do a part two on this, but I just wanted to get that out. So I hope this helps as always. Um, I probably need to start writing scripts of these, but yeah. Good night.